Alright, let's try it then. Okay. Just let me know when we're recording. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah? <laughs> Edit. Wait a minute. Alright, now. <laughs> Edit. Hello and welcome to Freefall RC Podcast. We're a bunch of guys who love the hobby and want to share our experiences and through Aw, oh, crap. Let's try that again. <laughs> this is going to happen like 10 times, I don't. Alright. Edit 2. Hello and welcome to Freefall RC Podcast. We're a bunch of guys who love the hobby and want to share our experiences and thoughts on all RC flight. This is episode number 0. My name is Steve and here with me is Jeff and Kevin. Say hi guys. Hey man. How you Going doing? Going on. Alright, let's do some introductions. Uh, kind of like where you're from, how long you've been flying, what, kind of, what brought you to the hobby, and anything else you want to share. I guess I'll start off first. My name is Steve, and I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I started flying RC when I was eight years old, building RC balsa planes. Didn't know much about CG, so everything I tossed up in the air would come crashing down on the tail, and that would be it. I didn't know about fixing, so I basically tossed the frame out and just kept the electronics. I did end up having one successful flight with a small three-channel airplane. Uh, I don't recall the name, but it, was a, it ran off a small Cox engine. I was flying at my local elementary school, and it started to go over to school, so I freaked out, pulled full forward on the elevator, and dumped the plane. The receiver got smashed up, and I figured it was a total loss, so I stopped flying and stayed on the ground with RC cars. Um, Got into a couple RC cars, but kind of got boring quick. Fast forward to a couple years ago, I found Flight Test's YouTube channel, started building the Delta Wing and FT Flyer. Uh, got the X100CP when FT did their review on it. Uh, posted on HeliFreak, met up with Jeff, and then I posted also on FT's um, forum. And Kevin responded and met up with uh, both Jeff and Kevin at a local park by my way. Well, Steve, you said that three-channel Cox mm-hmm. airplane you had. What, what did that run on, gas? Yeah, it was uh, It was nitro. So it oh, was, it was nitro. Yeah, it was those little Cox engines that had like a little spring in the front that you would hook the prop on. Um, had yeah, a little, yeah. like, and basically the firewall of the engine was a gas tank. So there was a little bleeder valve on it, a little needle valve, and then you basically just spin it, um, set the lean on it, and then basically let it go until the engine ran out, until the gas ran out, yeah. Jeez. Do you want to go next, Jeff? Yeah, sure. Um, I started flying a couple years ago. Uh, also started with the X100CP, um, nitro version. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah. Does CP a, stand for collective pitch? A, a 100 size collective pitch nitro heli. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're on a one cell. And uh, played with that for, for a bunch of hours, uh, fixed it a bunch of times, and then met up with Steve at the before-mentioned Fun Fly. And uh, he introduced me to flight test at that point, uh, and I think the, the rest is history. Just started building some planes and, and some multi-rotors and took it from there. I did put the uh, helicopters in a box for a while, and they're still in a box, um, Poor so, helicopters. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on the shelf. It looks nice, and it's all fixed up. It just uh, is not available for flying at the moment. 
not available. Tell us about yourself, Kevin. I'm Kevin, uh, and I've been flying for, I don't know, what, two, three years now? Uh, started with the mall kiosk helicopter, the $25 one. It was actually a joke. It was uh, right around Christmas time. We used to, the family all, all used to get together and we would do uh, like a, you'd pick a name out of a hat, you'd have $50 you can spend on that guy. And with my wife's family, my, you know, um, everybody knows what everybody's name is before like the night's over. So I, there's no big secret. Everybody knows who they're buying for. So I got my, bro- my brother-in-law, Dave, and we were watching football or something and he, he saw a commercial for one of the air hogs coaxial helicopters and he was like that's what i want that's what i want for christmas so i was like okay so i looked into it more and more and uh i bought on amazon uh for 49 dollars this enormous like three foot helicopter that was three channel you know just like the the ones in the mall with the with the dual blades on the top mm-hmm. and uh and he flew it a couple times, but he was he was pretty, you know, he wasn't wasn't good at it, experienced with it too much, and I think he wound up crashing it. And you know, it's, you can't get parts for those things. But it, when I bought that for him, I picked up a small, real small one for myself, and I flew that around the house, and it just went from three channel to four channel to six channel. Nice. And and got into, you know, the four fifties real for a short time. But uh, that was, man, 30 seconds of flying, if you were lucky, and like two weeks of fixing, and then another 30 seconds of flying. It was, it was terrible. And I remember watching Mikey's RC, uh, his, his YouTube channel. That's the guy with the puppet, right? Exactly. Nice. Exactly. And I tell that story. I'm like, yeah, you know, that people are like, oh, so how did you get into it? Or, you know, or whatever, you know, when you talk to people, I'm like, yeah, I, I learned how to fly a helicopter from a puppet, <laughs> you know? But he stopped doing that like halfway through. He had like a twelve part series on how to build the the cheapest um six channel, you know, four fifty size heli. So that's what I did. And I went out by and bought I think I got almost everything he you know, detailed. He had the two dollar servos in it. He had um the 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 thirty dollar radio with no expo and it was like I t- to me, I wouldn't start out with a $30 no-expo radio to fly anything. Uh, so right. that was probably, once I found out, you know, what expo was and dual rates, it was a whole new world. And then I stopped I stopped with that, and I got I got involved with, like, flight tests. I don't know what when it was, 2011 or 12, when I started watching the the channel. They had just put out the, the baby... Bl- the baby blender and the the Versa wing, the the Spitfire was just coming out, and that that was when I think that's shortly after that we all met up, like that next spring and in, in summer, right? Nice. And it's been it's been a hell of a time. It's been fun ever since. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. It's been what almost three years now, right? Or two and a half years? I think two two, two and a half. Years. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like yesterday that you. Uh, Flew what was it your Mustang and it went right into the tree. No, that was the that was the bloody wonder. Okay, the bloody wonder. Yeah, yeah. and I just look over at, at Jeff and I was like, oh man, who is this guy? <laughs> I thought he knew how to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Too was at freaking... the park by your house, Steve. 
Yes, that was the, the park by my house, which was next to the football field that we ended up moving to. Right, right. Yeah. Two freaking servos, and I got the ailerons reversed. You know, right. How does that freaking happen? <laughs> uh, we were all noobs at one point, right? I can't believe I did that. And, and that was after I had crashed the balsa plane that I had um, kind of no business flying. And I had, I had flipped the ailerons on that, and I had crashed that, and I said, I'll never do that again. And one of the guys at the field I was flying at said, don't worry, man, you'll do it again. And I was like, no, no way, never. And I did it then, and I think I did it. Oh, I did it with the Mustang. Remember when you hand-launched that, yes. that, <laughs> that Dynam Mustang? Yes. Yeah, I did it there, too, and crashed that thing. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crashes, you know, they all happen to everyone. And, you know, you got to be it's light on it. It's part of the hobby. It's, exactly. It's part of the hobby. No, uh, no point in shedding any tears about it because just rebuild it or buy a new one and just go again. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you'll get you'll get better at it. Nice. You know, the new guys get better. Yeah. So to any new people. I thought you were saying Steve's going to get better at it. (laughs) No. One of these days. One of these days. Have you seen this guy flying those helis, man? I have. I have. I'm I'm very impressed. Oh, thanks. Uh, I don't feel like I'm getting any better, though. I feel like I'm doing the same moves, just a little bit more aggressive. I think if you watch some of your videos in progression, you'll, uh, you'll see it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, he he watches these guys at the field. He watches them, like uh, that guy John and the other guy John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 Rich. It's Rich. It's Rich or Rick? No, it's Rick. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of guys at our new club that we've joined um, that fly heli. So this is pretty much the first time being part of a club that I consistently saw other heli folks fly. And you know what happens is you're like, oh well. That moves pretty cool. I think I can do it. And you try it on the sim. Next day, you try it in real life, and you figure out it's not that hard. <clears throat> Just can't be scared about crashing. Just do it. You know. Yeah. Speaking of the club, this has been a transition for us from going from our usual Sunday mayhem to something a little more organized. Yes, definitely been a little bit of right. a change for sure. And I like it. I'm. I mean, I, I really, I haven't had a bad time down there. I, I always leave smiling. Yeah, you're like a kid at a candy store. <laughs> like, I was, I had the, uh, what was it, the, the Bushwhacker, and I had that just on the wheels, racing it from one end of the runway to the other, just screwing around, and I was just laughing my ass off. And then, Jeff, you missed this time we were out there. It was cold, so the I only have the wheels hot glued on, so I must have lost the wheel, one wheel at least three different times while I was flying. I'd hot glue it back on, and then the other one would come off. <laughs> this is on the Vigan? No, this is on the the Bushwhacker. Oh, wow. Okay. The, and, oh, man, you know, these guys are all pointing, hey, your wheel's over there, yep. I'm, and I would just keep going around and then try and land and you know, have a good time. Right, right, yeah. A bunch of great guys there. I think we can mention the uh, Tri-County RC Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are are super nice, man. Yeah, they've been very welcoming to us. Um normally I think new members would have to kind of you know, show them that they can fly and have to get vetted for each uh aircraft that they have. Um for the most part, Kevin and I first joined, we flew the smallest like foamy plane and 
and smallest helicopter that we had, and they were like, yeah, you're good, and signed us off on everything. So, um, Yeah, speaking of that small heli, yeah, it got parts ordered for that. Is that I was flipping it, Jeff, at the field, the 180, and uh, kind of lost it. It hit the ground. I think I remembered. I was telling Steve. I, I think I remembered to hit throttle hold on like the second bounce. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was flipping around like a fish at Fulton Fish Market. Man, I was yeah. like, "Holy cow!" That was flapping around. It got up about probably about a foot and a half after the first hit, and then I hear throttle hold. <laughs> and the whole yeah. time I'm like throttle hold, throttle hold, throttle hold, throttle hold. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to be like right next to me screaming it. Yeah, throttle hold. <laughs> Oh man! Can't your uh, your DX9 tell you that? Tell me what to hit throttle. I don't. I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it has. It it won't sense that you hit the ground. No. Nah, it doesn't have. She's English. She's not going to say "idiot." Hit throttle hold. (laughs) Right. We should suggest (laughs) that as a firmware update. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Nice. Hit throttle hold, yeah. But Mike said to me, uh, the president of the club, he's a great guy, he said to me, um, I got a challenge for you. I want you to build a plane with wheels on the top right. and see if you can land it. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. And then Jim came up to me and he was like, you know what you need to do is make it make it so you can have a switch and you can reverse your, your, your uh, elevator when you're upside down. And I was like, yeah, and then let everybody else try it, and then I'll do it. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> so what plane are you going to do that with? I'm going to probably do it with the the FT3D. Okay. Because that's, that's got a wing that's, you know, either up or down. It's Yeah, symmetrical. Yeah, symmetrical. What are you going to do about the tail, though, right? Because that's the problem is having a plane upside yeah. down landing, the rudder is going to be dragging. I don't know. I think I'll have landing gear like a foot and a half off the wing or something on the top. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. What you should do is um, maybe build something that uses a the tricycle type of landing gear, and then you can put one on an either side, and it would land like you know, like a Cessna kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, I could try that. All right, so just to kind of talk about the podcast a little more, you know, the main purpose of this podcast is just for us to kind of, um, you know, just talk about our experiences, go into our you know, club type of deals where we'll have some information about <clears throat> our club experience, our experience with different models, um, learning stuff, you know, maybe new tricks to learn, maybe even some infos on, you know, how we learn some new type of move, um, simming. Uh, we're going to have sections on helicopters, planes, multi-rotors, uh, maybe going to a bit of FPV stuff as Kevin and I... Um, both are trying to inspire into doing some FPV racing, some 250 quad racing. So hopefully we'll have a lot of content that we can share and have, I don't know, get a good community input on this, you know, and just kind of contribute to the whole RC uh, world that we're all part of now. Yeah. Yeah, because we all have been having a great time with it. I mean, I've been having a great time with the helis, the multi-rotors, planes. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, you know, we can get into stuff that we don't like too. There's a lot of podcasts out there that, that rave about things, um, which is good. But there's, there's some parts that 
you know, there's certain, like you said, there's certain models and reviews on certain things. If we don't like it, we'll just tell it how it is. Hobby King. Hobby King. <laughs> Durafly. <laughs> no. I don't know. Durafly, I've, I've had, I've had some pretty good luck with Dynam and Durafly. I kind of think of those as the same. I don't know, but uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm, you know, shortening one or the other by saying that. But uh, I kind of think of them as the same, and they've been okay. I haven't had much luck with the Hobby King stuff, though. Yeah, I totally kid. I mean, I. I love my EFX racer. I was flying that this past uh, Saturday, and that thing is so much fun to fly. Um, but I do kid, you know, like, Hobby King for the price, you know, you're getting what you pay for. But as long as you have fun with what you have, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and I look at it like, how can I, if, you know, you're going to have problems or, you know, you're going to, you might crash something or break something. I, I look at it. Along the lines of like, uh, can I get replacement parts for things and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that? Because if I enjoy a model, um, and you, you know you do have an oops moment or a mishap with it, you you want to fix it and get it back out there. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's the one thing um, I've noticed in being in the heli world is that as uh, kits get old, parts availability goes away, and that becomes a big you know downfall because. You know, like recently, I I sold my Blade 550X, and I really enjoyed that heli. That was my first, you know, true 550 millimeter blade, like big heli, and you know it was great. But Blade decided to discontinue their whole Pro Edition, and at that point, parts started becoming harder to get, Um, and it's just not worth keeping the helicopter because you don't, you're not going to ever, the value is never going to go up. It's just going to keep on plummeting, and you're left with a model that you can't get parts for. So once it's crashed, that's it. It's going to be shelved for the rest of its life. So, um, you know, you need to stay active and move with what's, I guess, what's kind of hot now. So that way, you know, parts will always be available, and, you know, you won't have an issue. That's also what's great about the flight test models is that they don't go out of style. Very true. the foam board supply is there... You're good to go. Right. Definitely. Flight test has been, I think, a key part of all of our uh, RC flight. Yeah. You know, like, without flight test, I don't think, I might still, I might be flying helis, but I don't think I'd be flying planes at all. I think flight test has totally opened my eyes and all of our eyes, in fact, about, you know, the possibilities of a sheet of foam board that costs a dollar, like, where else can you build something for a couple of dollars of foam, maybe $20, 30 worth of electronics, and be flying and, you know, laughing your butt off, just, you know, having a great time. Right. And learning from that. Yes. And you learn how to build. You learn how to fly. And if you smash it Friday, you can fix it Friday night, and you're back out there Saturday. Yeah, or, or sometimes you're at the uh, A couple of weeks from then. <laughs> Let's say that again. Or if it's me, it'll, I'll have it I'll fixed fix it. in a couple of weeks. How's that racer coming? <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's in in progress. I was telling that story to somebody how um, you had that old racer all cut out. You put it on the dashboard of the, the camp where we drove out to Ohio. You were going to put it together, and it's got more miles on it than uh, I, I even have planes. a paint scheme for it. <laughs> I mean, that plane was, went to Flight Fest. 
2015. <laughs> I came back to same state and went there, which is just cut out foam, no, no glue or nothing. <laughs> I'll have it done by 2016. Okay. okay. Flight Fest 2016, not January. We okay. <laughs> we have it. Oh wait, not January. <laughs> by Flight Fest. Okay, we have it on record. Flight Fest 2016. Gotta there see will that be a racer. Here. Yeah. There will be a racer, and it's gonna be badass. All right, we should all build a racer then for Flight Fest 2016. All different schemes, but all have, you know, some form of logo that we can all kind of, you know, share together. That's simple, you know, that symbolizes uh, our group here. Yeah, I got, I got to put the wings in the fuselage, and I almost have mine together. That's the one I put the retracts in. Oh, nice retracts! But I'm yet to try out. Yeah, I beefed up the the spar a little higher so I could fit retracts in there and. I'd like to try that out. Kevin always now customizing we... his planes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, now that we have that field with the nice runway. Yeah, you have to. I got to get that together, man. I want to build that. Uh, I'm probably going way off on a tangent, but I want to build that guy's uh, Corsair and try those Hobby King retracks I got. I can't believe for what I paid twenty five, thirty dollars for the retracks, man. They're amazing. They have like three quarter inches of travel on it. A little spring in there. Nice. Yeah, I was shocked when I got them. That's fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. And then who knows? Might be a larger Corsair in the future. I don't know. See what's going on. Ooh, another two hundred percent. Yeah. So you folks Maybe that we'll don't see. know, Kevin um, is pretty famous with the flight test crew. Uh, he built uh, for the first Flight Fest 2014. He built a two hundred percent Mustang. Um, and from what I heard, you know, everyone was just at all about it. It was just great. And we brought, he brought it back to, uh, Flight Fest for 2015, all painted up now with stickers and just, just looking the part. Um, and again, you know, there's, I think he made it onto one of Flight Fest's video, Flight Test's video. Um, you know, he's pretty famous. I don't, I don't think it was in, in the latest, the one. I remember uh, when we went out to hang out with those guys in in Brooklyn. I remember Bixler said, "Oh, it's in it's in a different video." Mm, okay. In some other guy's video, the the Whirly Bird video or something. Oh, Whirly Bird, right? Remember, remember, when it was like three quarters of a second. We were like, "How did he even see that?" Yeah. All right, and this is episode zero. Uh, if you guys want to contact us with any suggestions or comments, feel free to email us at freefallrc at gmail dot com. This is Steve, Jeff, and Kevin. See you next time. See ya. Have a good one.